everybody how's it going wanted to jump on here um heart's a little heavy this morning um it is world suicide prevention day and while you know the bringing awareness and and just uh, so many um people talking about um suicide and and um you know making moves toward prevention um is such a positive thing. I can't help but hurt for the families who have been impacted by suicide, um, for the lives that have been lost to suicide. And as I was just kind of thinking and meditating this morning, um, I just felt it really strongly on my heart to um, talk about a piece of my life that to date I haven't said a whole lot about. Um, honestly, because it was still so fresh and, um, I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know, um, that I could talk about it without being able to, to really do it justice. Um, I don't even know if that's the right word, really kind of what I'm trying to explain. But, um, last year, uh, over a year ago now, so, I mean, literally like 13 months ago, um, I was, uh, diagnosed, uh, with postpartum depression, clinically diagnosed with postpartum depression. And at the time I felt like I was prepared for it. And maybe that sounds silly, but I had, you know, before postpartum depression, I had struggled with both anxiety and depression in my life. And I felt like I knew the signs. I knew the symptoms. I, um, I don't want to say knew how to handle it, but I was, I felt like I was prepared. And the truth is, and I'm not here to tell you that postpartum depression is worse than, you know, quote, normal depression or regular depression or anxiety or whatever. For me, it was different. And for me, it was worse. Um, Initially, because I saw the signs, because I knew kind of what I'm like when I struggle with depression, I I did okay. Um, But there was the piece, the the second piece of it that I wasn't prepared for, it was the postpartum part, right? It's the part where I had a baby to care for and to um, need to focus on. I couldn't pour all of my time and energy into taking care of me and my mental health, um, I couldn't, I, it just physically, mentally was impossible. Austin is an amazing support, but he had to go to work. I mean, we had to keep paying our bills. We had to keep doing life and having this heavy weight on my chest all of the time, feeling so many things and not being, not feeling like I had the time or the mental space and capacity to work on myself and to heal and to just breathe on if I'm honest made it worse and I got to a place where I didn't know I I I don't want to say I didn't know but I thought life might be better for everyone if I wasn't here and that I mean that's heavy right that's whoo just saying that out loud like physically makes my body feel different um and while I my my mind didn't go as far as to start thinking about how or 
in what way I could end my life. I didn't get to that place. Um, for me, it was a huge like, whoa moment when I caught myself con- like contemplating what life would be like for everyone else if I was no longer here. And I, prior to that, I had never really had thoughts like that. Um, that when I was struggling with depression before, I didn't, my, I never got to that place. Um, and so this was a huge, like, oh my goodness, what's going on moment for me. It was that reality check moment. Um, and the reason I want to share this with you, and I really hope I I probably should have prefaced that like, this is going to be a heavy podcast. Um, for those of you who might not have the the mental capacity right now to take on someone else's struggle, um, I, I really should have prefaced and I apologize, um, for that. If you're feeling a lot of anxiety and stress listening to this, please turn it off. It's okay. Um, you have to protect your mental health first and foremost, always. Um, but I, I want you guys to know that can, you know, that want to continue listening, that can continue listening. Um, I'm in a much better mental space now. Um, and maybe that's why I haven't felt like I could share um, until more recently because I, I wasn't in a headspace to be able to share and, it, and be able to tell you that you know, I've come out of the other side okay. Um, but the, really, the reason why I wanted to share that today or the reason it was just really on my heart to share that today is because I think sometimes unless we know someone or we have been um, exposed to someone who's struggled with deep depression and who have maybe had suicidal thoughts, who've gotten um, to a place where they're wondering, they're thinking life could be better for their loved ones without them. Um, you, You just don't know. You just don't know. And I've never been someone... I mean, to the best of my knowledge anyway, most of my friends and family have told me flat out that they would never, they never realized I was struggling with depression to the extent that I was. They would never characterize me as someone who's sad all the time or seems like they're struggling all the time or even in that time of my life, um, there weren't obvious signs that I was thinking and feeling that way. Like, yes, I was openly saying I'm struggling with postpartum depression, but again, like that can look so different for everyone. And so when I told Austin, like, Hey, these are some thoughts that I'm having. Like he was caught off guard and he lives every day of life with me. Right. And so I think the big thing that I just is weighing on my heart is to know that there, yes, there are signs, but you're, there's almost no way to know how hard someone is fighting for their life. Um, and so the, I, I feel like I'm having just a loss for words because there's so many things I want to say, but I want to be careful with how I say it. One, always be kinder than necessary I think is a big thing and that's popping out in my mind because when someone's hurting when someone's struggling when someone's literally fighting for their life this mental battle within this mental battle everything can be taken so very seriously and literally 
And by no means do I mean like walk around eggshells around every single person you know. But be mindful that people fight battles every day that we cannot see. And they might seem like a happy, go-lucky, you know, just life-filled person. But they're, they might have some serious, serious struggle. And they might feel inadequate. And they might not feel like they're enough. And they might believe that they have nothing to offer. And I know a lot of times we, we talk about suicide like it's this selfish thing. Like how could someone take their own life? How selfish is that? The reality is people, I mean, I, I can just speak for myself. I won't even begin to try to speak for other people. But maybe I was in a selfish mindset. Like maybe I was. I, I don't know. But I wasn't thinking selfishly. I, I really believed in my heart that I was bringing people that I loved most, my husband, my daughter, that I was bringing so much negativity into their lives that I was taking away from their lives that it would be better if I weren't there. Like, not tooting my own horn because by no means was I in a good mental state, not even saying that's truth, but I don't believe that to be selfishness. I believe people who get even beyond where I was at in my thoughts, they're not trying to be selfish. Their hearts and their minds are not in a selfish place. They really believe the world will be better. Their loved ones will be better without the burden of them. And if I, for me, that just breaks my heart. Um, and I, like I said, I had gotten to a place where I believed people in my life and not just Austin, not just Avery, several others are coming to mind that they would, their lives would be better and easier if I wasn't there to stress them out or to make them feel whatever. And I do believe that's the struggle a lot of folks have or a place that they get to in their struggle for whatever reason, whatever is going on in their lives. Maybe they're addicts, maybe they... Um, have struggled financially, whatever. So many things can lead to depression, right? We know that PTSD, um, you know, there's so many things that lead to depression. And I I just, anyway, I I feel like I'm just rambling at this point, but be careful, I want to say, with with people. Be careful with their feelings. Be careful with assumptions. Um, Until you've walked the path there's no way you can know and it's okay Um, I won't even sit here and pretend that I know because my thoughts only got so far before it was I mean a major red flag to me and I had struggled with anxiety and depression in the past I had I had experience of familiarity with feeling things that didn't feel normal and recognizing things that didn't feel uh, that, that I knew were unhealthy thoughts and feelings like I think we have to remember that not everyone knows. Not everyone has been raised in a family. In fact, some people have been raised in families where mental health and mental illness um, aren't ever really talked about. Or maybe if it's talked about, it's talked about in shame. Um, Maybe you have come from a family where you feel ashamed for what you feel. Um, you feel ashamed in your struggle 
it's like common I hate that for the people who are struggling but I'm so appreciative to know that I'm not alone I want you to know you're not alone Um, and the more that we can kind of talk about what's going on in our lives what anxiety and depression really are not just labels but like what it looks like for you what it looks like for me um how we find healing how we find support how we work through the tough moments that's life changing that's life saving um so kind of like i started (laughs) you know saying my heart is heavy this morning thinking about the lives impacted by suicide but I also have hope in my heart Um, the more that we have like suicide prevention awareness the more that we talk about these things um, I pray it's the more lives are saved the more lives are um, valued the more people can maybe get to a place where they're when they're when they're in this place of, of contemplating suicide, that they are able to recognize that someone needs them here and needs their story and needs to know that they're not alone. Um, so, you know, really, what I just want to go away with, leave you with, whatever, is just one: if you're someone who struggles, that you're not alone you're needed and wanted even if it doesn't feel like it you're here for a reason you still have so much to give to the world so much to give and there's so many resources um reach out reach out um i'll post in the comments of this podcast the um a few different resources use them (laughs) use them because the world still needs you the world needs you you're here for a reason um the other if if you're not on that if you're not on that path maybe you're a friend a loved one a support system for someone who struggles with um, anxiety depression um know that you don't always have to know what to say you won't know what to say shoot I don't even know what to say right um and and I've struggled many years with these things um you won't you don't have to know what to say I think a lot of people who struggle who are hurting they want to be heard they want to be seen they want their feelings to be validated they need to hear like oh man you know what that is hard and I'm so sorry you're going through that I don't know what to say but I'm here for you and I love you and let me give you a hug they need to be checked on they need maybe a text or a call from a friend from family loved one just saying hey thinking about you I love you let me know if you need anything I'd like to take you to coffee next week you know just being there for them um and then just you know, pray for pray for everyone. Pray for everyone you know. Let's just say that, right? Like maybe spend today just thinking of different people in your life and just sending up good vibes, sending up some love, some prayers. Um, because you never know who is hurting. You never know who is struggling. And so often, 
when suicide takes someone's life, you hear friends and family members, some of the closest people to them saying, I didn't know. I didn't know they were hurting. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know it had gotten that bad. So I think it's really important and really significant to just be mindful of the struggles we don't see. Be kinder than necessary. Pray for people. Send up the vibes, the good vibes for them. And just try to walk in love. Uh, walk in grace. Treat people with as much love and as much grace as you can. And when you mess up, you know, own it. Say sorry. Spread the love. Spread more love. Spread more um, compassion. I think that's the work that we can do um, that can greatly impact uh, you know, our, our society, our culture, our world, our workplaces, our schools. Um, teach your kids compassion. T- teach your kids love. Um, and it starts at home. Uh, treat your spouse with compassion and love. You know, these little eyes are watching. Um, you know what? To, you know, second part of this is like, gosh, I screw up every day. I mess up every single day trying to be on trying to be someone who's loving and compassion, compassionate 100% of the time. Even sometimes I just have judgmental thoughts or, you know, have, it's not even words come out. I don't act on it, but even just the thoughts, I screw up every day. And something that I'm really working toward in my parenting is try really hard not to screw up the way that I talk to and treat Austin and Avery. Austin, obviously, he's my partner. He's the person I love the most in the world. And my daughter's watching our relationship. She's learning from us how to treat others. And obviously, the way that I treat her is going to impact the way that she feels about herself, how she treats others. But it really, the way that we impact the world really does start at home and sometimes that can feel very overwhelming right like oh like it stops you in your tracks to think about oh man I lost my temper and I did this and I did that but what I want you to understand from what I'm saying is you don't have to change the world you don't directly have to change the world you can focus on your spouse and your kids and loving them and showing yourself grace when you mess up, teaching them grace when you mess up. Like, you know, mommy yelled. She yelled at you, and she didn't mean to yell at you, and she's sorry. Sometimes we all lose our tempers, and it's okay. We still love each other. We're still a family. We're still all so valued and so important in this family, even when we don't behave the way we want to, you know, even when we mess up. Maybe that maybe that can give you a little less um, maybe this that can make this conversation a little less heavy to just start with you start with your family your loved ones you're you're not you don't have a spouse a partner kiddos yet your parents your siblings your closest friends friends are often like family start with just loving them well and and loving yourself well and that's going to impact the world that's going to make a huge difference it's going to move us you know further into our growth and and how we can better prevent um suicide from winning from taking lives from taking people amazing people from us um so yeah i meant for this podcast to be a little bit shorter but 
it just all poured out and I, I hope that it was encouraging in some way to you I hope that it um, if anything just gave you something to think about always love your you know your feedback when you give it guys always love to hear from you love to hear your stories always know you can reach out and and like I said if you're someone who's currently struggling check the comments uh not the comments I'm sorry the information the description for some um some ways that you can reach out for help and support um love you guys always here for you um always praying that there's goodness in your life that you can show yourself grace and love the grace and love that you really do um deserve because you're human and you are a beautiful creation um hope you guys have an amazing day